0: hello and welcome or welcome back to More Than Money. I'm your host, Jacquette Timmons. This is a podcast where we have nuanced conversations about money, business, and life. This is where we explore the intersections of the psychology, emotions, and math of money, because these are the elements that will help you make better, smarter choices today, tomorrow, and the days after that. If you were like me and most other folks, there are some things that you are good at. There are some things that you're not good at and you're kind of cool with that. It's okay. And then there are some things that you're not good at but you would really like to be. Well, I've been noodling on a question and that question is, can intentionally doing things that you're not good at move you into a space of growth and expansion. And as a result, create opportunities that you may not have seen before. I invite you to sit with that question along with me as this is the topic of today's episode. But let me set the tone. If you are new to my world, you may not know what others do. And that is, I am an avid outdoor runner last year I ran 772.1 miles if we want to get technical about it Um, and this year I've run 516 miles to date as of this recording so you know I'm on I'm on the road to uh, at least meeting if not besting last year's total but here's why I'm sharing all of that with you I'm good at running it's my thing I may not necessarily be the fastest runner, but I'm good at it. I don't need to be controlled into it. And while I prefer to run in sunny, cool weather, rain, really hot days, really cold days, they don't deter me. I might not be all that enthused about it, but I will gear up and go on out there. I cannot say the same thing about strength training. This is just something I'm not so good at but I would like to be. And I would like to be because I have weights, I have apps, but you know, I get into a groove, something will throw that groove off and then I fall off track. So consistency, not there. That changed recently. It changed because a really dear friend of mine, I wanna give her a shout out, Tara McMullen, She introduced me to this yoga app called Glow. G-L-O. Folks, I am on a roll unlike any time previously. In just the last three weeks, I've taken 19, I think maybe 20 classes. I've taken them with a particular instructor. His name is Jason Crandall, giving him a shout out too. And now I realize, you know, that is a small small data point, right? And it doesn't portend a trend necessarily. But, big but here, it has interrupted a previous pattern. I can't say that before I've done 18, 19, 20 classes in a three-week period. Just can't say that. So there is something different about this time, or I should say there's something different this time around. And although I've yet to put my finger on what that something is exactly, I know it's not just because I have skin in the game, quote unquote, because I'm paying for the app, because the other apps that I've used, there was a pay option there too. So it's not that. Here's what I do know. Even though every single class has been hard as heck, I actually look forward to the next one. Even though I'm discovering muscles I didn't know I had, even though I am realizing that you know my upper body and my core aren't as strong as I think or thought, I actually want to see what can I do today that I couldn't yesterday, or if it was two days ago, you know, the last time I did a class. So I've been pulling out the mat, opening the app, because I want to get better. And for me, better means consistent. Better means getting to the point where I am as consistent with strength training as I am with running. At first blush, you might think that this is an episode that is all about comfort zones and getting out of our comfort zones. And that's only partially true (laughs) because, you know, getting out of our comfort zones often involves doing things that either you haven't done before or you've not done well or you you didn't think that you could. So there definitely is a connection. And so I'm not going to dismiss comfort zones. I actually just want to use them as a way of framing a larger conversation. And this larger conversation is... When you deliberately journey into the unknown and you purposefully do what you're not good at, what happens inside? I think a shift happens inside of you when you do that. Or at least that is what I am observing as I have like a bit of an outer body experience is what I'm observing in myself and what I suspect will be the same with you if you decide to venture even more so into embracing those things that you're not good at. Because culturally, you know, if we think about self-image and self-identity, culturally, We don't really proclaim the things that we're not good at. You know, think about it this way. How many times have you proudly said that you are good at something? Like, count the number of times that you've said that compared to the times that you have proudly, emphasis on proudly, proudly said that you're not good at something. And whatever that something was, it was related to something that mattered to you. I bet it's the former, I bet you proudly raise your hand to say I'm good at something. And if you're not good at it and it, and it is, you know, something that doesn't matter to you, you're like, yeah, whatever. But if it's something that matters to you, then that's when you are a little bit sheepish about admitting that you're not good at it. I don't know, maybe I'm just having this conversation completely with myself because that's been my experience and, and maybe that's not yours. Uh, so I'll just keep having a conversation then with myself if that's, if that's the case. <laughs> but I don't think so. I think that there are a few of you out there that um, share this similar uh, experience with me. And you might also be like me in that I am definitely a type A high achiever. And if you're taking any of those assessments and especially the Enneagram, I am an Enneagram 3 to a T. I'm ambitious, I'm focused, I'm goal-oriented, I'm disciplined <laughs> with running, for example, but not so much with strength tra- training. So there are conditions with that. Um, And I am doggedly tenacious. And I don't necessarily think that these are bad traits to have. In fact, I believe that they contribute to what makes me good at the things that I am good at and and makes me good at what I do, especially when it comes to being well-versed with my body of work. On the flip side, though, there is a dark side of being a high achiever. And how that shows up for me is that I can be really, really, really hard on myself When I'm not good at something and it's something that I really want to be good at. When I do something and that something fails. Or when something is taking way too long. However, I am defining way too long. Something is taking way too long for me to figure out. And here's what's really fascinating to me at this moment. With these yoga classes, I am being confronted by all of this. Because I am failing at some point during every single class. Now, some of it may be because I made the mistake and started at level two as opposed to level one because I'm like, oh, I'm an athlete. I got this. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, my ego is being checked on that one. Because in every single class, there is a pose that I either need to modify or that I really just can't do at all. And I'm just like, okay, I'm gonna stay in downward dog. <laughs> But as I said, I'm cool with all of this. And again, what I am finding so fascinating about this experience is that I may not always be open to or willing to not be good at something, but somewhere deep down inside, I've given myself permission to be this way when it comes to these classes. So... I think one of the biggest things we have to first do is give ourselves permission and let it be okay to not be great at something. But that bumps up against our self-image and our self-identity, especially if you spend most of your time either in spaces that you've created or have been invited into that highlight what you're good at. That makes being okay with not being great at something really, really hard to do. And yet, I think it's necessary. So what about you? How often do you do things that you are not good at? Do you do it once and then call it quits? Or do you make a commitment to it to see you know, how long is it going to take for you to move beyond being a novice. When I talked earlier about a shift happening inside, here's what else I mean by that. And again, I'm gonna go back to comfort zones even though the idea is to zoom out and just use that as a way of framing the conversation. Comfort zones feel safe. They feel familiar. They make us feel secure. They're cozy. And who doesn't want to feel cozy, especially during these hyper-uncertain times? But comfort zones don't typically represent spaces that invite learning something new or developing new skills. Now, I don't have any scientific evidence to back up what I'm about to say. (laughs) This is purely anecdotal. But I think intentionally doing things you're not good at moves you into a space of growth and expansion. At least that's how I feel about these yoga classes. They are stretching me literally and figuratively. They are helping me to break old routines that now only feel old because I'm being encouraged, if you will, quote unquote, encouraged, to create new routines. And they are inviting me to create these new routines and I am welcoming that invitation. They are boosting my confidence. They're boosting my confidence on the mat when what I wasn't able to do the day before, I'm able to do just a little bit better, even if it's not perfect the next time around. And so it's, it's boosting my confidence on the mat. <laughs> and interestingly enough, it's boosting my confidence off the mat. They are reaffirming my commitment to do what's necessary so that I can actually show up and be the best version of myself, which then puts me in a place to be able to give from the best place possible when it comes to showing up in the world and, and you know offering what it is that I have to offer. For example, showing up and recording this podcast, all of that is just helping me to show up and be a better version of myself and with regards to all of that. And then also hanging out in this space of growth and expansion is reminding me to have fun. And, you know, especially in in things with the way that they are right now, having fun can sometimes be very low on the totem pole. And this is reminding me to relax a little bit, you know, and it's okay if you don't get it right, if you don't get it perfectly it's all good, enjoy it, right, so that's where the fun comes in, and so there's that piece of it, and, and, you know, it may not surprise you, but it was something that I was on the lookout for, and that is, hmm, well, if I'm getting better at this strength training, what impact is that going to have on my running? (laughs) Not a surprise, It's helped to improve my running pace. Not dramatically, but I certainly feel better. And and, and in feeling a little bit better, my pace has picked up a little bit. So I look at that as an obvious, you know, this then that sort of a scenario. But this is a little less obvious. And it's really in a form of a question that I've been asking myself. And that is, if I am willing to not be good at something, But I choose to stick with it anyway. Where else in my life and business can I apply that same attitude? And how might applying that same attitude actually end up enriching my life and my business? To me, this is another example of a shift happening inside prompted by doing what it is that I'm not good at. <laughs> it's an opportunity, as I said, to grow and expand. And when you deliberately journey into the unknown and you purposefully do what you're not good at, I think the other thing is that you discover that you don't just have one comfort zone. You actually have several. And you have several depending upon the situation, depending upon the people involved. And you know, let me be clear before I move on, Sometimes comfort zones can get a bad rap, but I don't think comfort zones are bad per se because they can provide a place of rest and respite, and we need to rest and we need to restore ourselves. The challenge is can you discern when you are using your comfort zones to rest versus when you are using them to shy away from a challenge. I think that's the key. Because when you are shying away from a challenge, what you are saying is that you are shying away from the effort that it takes to move from, I'm not good at this, to move to, I'm good at this, and then to move even further beyond that to, I'm great at this. That transition from each point, it's hard. (laughs) It requires effort. It requires diligence. It requires a commitment. And sometimes it is easier to just say, eh, I'm I'm good. But is that really helpful? And I happen to think that there are some benefits of sticking with something that you're not good at. I've already alluded to one of them, right? It can help you to be a better version of yourself. And who knows what positive ripple effect that may have on other areas of your life. It can give you a boost to be willing to experiment, to be adventurous, and to, again, have fun and not necessarily know but know that being experimental and adventurous and, and, and playful will end up having a positive impact on whatever's on the other side of that. And I also think that what it can do is that it can help you finish what you've started whether that's a project that's unfinished, whether that's a goal that is unmet, whether that's that awkward conversation that you have been avoiding, but it is time for you to actually stop putting it off and do it, or whether it's actually an action that you need to take, because now it is time to do it. Um, And, you know, this episode in no way, I should have probably said this at the very top, in no way was designed to provide a whole bunch of answers, as usual, whole bunch of questions, right? And I'm having fun looking beyond what is happening on my yoga mat and drawing some parallels with things that are completely unrelated to fitness, but applicable nonetheless, especially the idea that something incredible just might be on the other side of something that I'm willing to not be good at. So, and I, you know what, let me also say, I know that from a grammatical standpoint, I'm saying that wrong, like we should not be ending a sentence with a preposition at, however, we're going to go with the flow for today. Um, so I'm going to close with this question that I previously asked you at the top of the podcast, which is, how often do you do things that you're not good at? And after listening to this episode, will you actually give yourself permission to do it more often? Well, that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way until the end. If you'd like to show appreciation for this podcast or maybe this episode, please leave a rating, a review, and or share this episode with your folks so that we can reach more people. And before I let you go, let me remind you of the next Comfort Circle dinner, which is Monday, September 21st. If you've wanted to join us in the past but couldn't because you're not based in the New York City area, well, now you can because until further notice, these dinner experiences are virtual. So if having robust and candid conversations about money, business, and life is your thing, and you're interested in September's theme, which is how to finish the year stronger, I invite you to check out the details in RSVP. And yes, if you come, do not be surprised if I ask you, about deliberately doing something you're not good at. (laughs) Because I also think that there's a connection there to helping us do the things we need to do to finish the year stronger. But the link to check out the details and to RSVP is www.jaquettetimmons.com forward slash comfort dash circle. Again, www.jaquettetimmons.com forward slash comfort circle. And you know, I love me a cup of coffee. So if you'd like to buy me a cup of coffee, here how here's how you can do that. www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Again, www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. Again, many thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Please, please stay safe, well, and healthy, not just physically, but in spirit too. And until next time, remember, it's about more than money.